This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Arenality on RFM. Kia ora everyone, my name is Arina Aizal and thank you for tuning in on Otago Access Radio for my radio show and podcast The Arenality. Firstly, I would like to acknowledge our listeners on Radio Kidnappers in Hawke's Bay, Wellington Access Radio, Plains FM in Christchurch, Free FM in Hamilton, and Coast Access Radio in Horofenua and Kapiti. Hello from Dunedin, and to our international listeners out there tuning into the podcast, hello from New Zealand. The Arenality is a platform for women with international backgrounds on their cultural identities, belonging, well-being, and passions in Aotearoa. So, this episode, I was hoping we could do something quite similar as last time. So, last week, we talked about Arena reflects on her hijab, um, and I got so much good feedback from it. Thank you to those who listened in. Um, I think it was one of the hardest conversations I've had on this show, um, especially because I did it alone. Um, it's always easier when I'm doing it with someone else because, you know, there's that sense of support. But when I'm doing the show alone, like I don't get that reassurance of like how I'm feeling, um, which is why I love connecting with people. Um, so last week we talked about hijab story because it was also the week of the March fifteenth Christchurch mosque terrorist attacks um, anniversary. It was the third year since then. Um, we also talked about Huda, Justice for Huda, um, the girl from Otago Girls High School who recently got her hijab torn off and um, the the act of it was filmed um, and escalated online. So with those two experiences that happened to, um, that happened recently, I think it was a good idea to talk about like personal hijab stories because people have different um, definitions of what hijab means to them. Um, so it was quite important for you guys to listen to and acknowledge that hijab stories are different for each hijabis. Um, yeah, so last week was great. This week, I was hoping we can talk about perfectionism. Why? Because um, this is something that I've been battling with um, over the last few months and something that I'm trying to get rid of. Um, and I'm, I think I'm doing quite well so far. Um, so if you don't know, and I don't think a lot of people know this, but um, I go to therapy once a week-ish for reasons I am not comfortable <laughs> exposing on air. But um, so... My therapist did mention that some of the reasons why, like, therapy is isn't working the best for me, is because I am perfectionistic to um, get better, um, and I can relate that so much. Um, what she means is that you know there are like certain homeworks that I have to do, like tasks that I have to do. Um, 
that my therapist gives me every week that I have to present to her and I have to show her that I want to get better. And most of the time when, you know, I make one minor mistake or I make, you know, something that is normal, you know, a normal human being would do, um, I would beat myself up. I would feel like I'm not getting better at all. I would feel like I could do better. Why am I like this? Um, so yeah, that's something my therapy told me. And she's been helping me a lot with um, trying to identify those um, perfectionistic traits. Um, I wouldn't call myself a perfection perfectionist. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a perfectionist. Um because there are parts of me of that doesn't really care, but there are also parts of me um, that's like that. And I like looking back in my life, <laughs> twenty-two years of my life, I realized that there were certain times in my life where I tend to do that, and I just didn't realize it until today. So let's talk about that. Um, so my therapist gave me some notes on perfectionism, which I was supposed to read. Um, but let's do that now, because um, why not? You know, it'll be like me doing my homework. And at the same time, you can learn from it as well. So what is perfectionism? So in definition, perfectionism isn't necessarily about being perfect. Ask yourself this question. Is it ever really possible to be 100% perfect. So if it's not about being perfect, then what do we mean when we talk about perfectionism? So although there's no perfect definition, we understand perfectionism involves the relentless striving for extreme high standards for yourself or for others that are personally demanding in the context of the individual. So typically, to an outsider, the standards are considered to be unreasonable given these circumstances. So it's always important to acknowledge that people have different standards. Um, what you think is low standard might be a high standard for someone. Um, so that's what um, that point means. Um, the second definition is also judging your self-worth based largely on your ability to strive for and achieve such unrelenting standards. Um, I have a lot to say about this. Um, I think it could also be like a first daughter thing as well, where I feel like I am, you know, the <laughs> the eldest um, daughter of the family and there's certain things that I want to achieve for my family, for my siblings. I have four siblings, um, the youngest one is eight, so it's like, you know, I, I want the best for them, um, and it comes with a personal cost, I think, um, but, you know, my family is the, isn't the one who has high standards, like, I'm the only person putting this much pressure on myself, um, but it's good that we can talk about this um, on this show. Third thing about perfectionism is experiencing ne negative consequences of setting such demanding standards, yet continuing to go for them despite the huge cost to you. Um, yeah, so you know that you know you know that it's not good for you, but you keep doing it and you keep beating yourself up. That's basically the meaning of that. Um, yes. Let's talk about the paradox of perfectionism. Um, 
you know, sometimes people make jokes about this, like, uh, like you know, those job interviews, like, oh, so what's your biggest weakness? Oh, my big biggest weakness is perfectionism. You know, <laughs> like no, no judge if that's like something that you actually experience, but. Um, it's not something that you can be proud of. It's actually really bad. Like, um, just you know, if you're getting help about your perfectionism, like, good on you. Um, but don't think of it as like a way, like, like an excuse. Like, oh yeah, I have high standards. I'm a perfectionist. You know, those people. Um, yeah, that's fine. Let's talk about the paradox of perfectionism. So many people think of perfectionism as something positive. It is often seen as a pursuit of excellence, setting high standards, and working hard to challenge oneself. People often have good reasons for being perfectionist. They may say it allows them to be efficient, organized, or prepared to do anything. Although having high standards and goals may help us achieve things in life, sometimes. These standards get in the way of our happiness and can actually impair performance. This is the paradox of perfectionism. Um, this is something that I'll 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 probably like include my story on this because um, there are certain times where um, it's so true. Like my perfectionism traits um, avoid me from actually doing anything. The excessive drive to achieve ever higher levels of performance is self-defeating, as it leaves you little chance of meeting your goals and feeling good about yourself. This kind of pressure is likely to cause you to feel out of constantly on edge, tense, and stressed out. Perfectionism can also make your self-worth particularly vulnerable, as not reaching the possibly un- unachievable standards you set for yourself. May result in you feeling like a failure. Pursuing these personally demanding standards can have a, neg- a significant impact to your well-being and can lead to frustration, worry, social isolation, depression, and persistent sense of failure. So those are like the paradox of it. Like、um, you may think that having perfectionistic traits is a good thing, but it's actually really bad.、Um, There was, like, I'll, I'll share you my story. So I used to be really organized with my calendar. Like, if you know me and you've seen me with my iPad,、um, holding up my calendar, it's always up to date. I used to write down like when I wake up,、um, when's my bedtime, like everything, like when the times when I'm actually at the groceries.、Um, And I would edit it like every day to make sure it's reflecting、um, the actual things I'm doing that day.、Um, so I was like that last year. Like it was, it was really up to date. My calendar was really up to date, and I realized that there were days when, for example, I forgot to update my calendar for like three days. I would beat myself up.、Um, For not remembering what I should write on my calendar, because then when I look at my calendar, it doesn't feel, it doesn't look full, and it doesn't look perfect. It did not reflect what I actually did. So I remember like feeling so crap about myself for not having a full、um, 
what actually happened calendar. <laughs> um, but this year, I stopped using my calendar. Um, it's a really big change for me, especially if you you've traveled with me or if you've like met me at a cafe or something. Like if we've had plans together, you'd know that my calendars are very important to me. But this year, I stopped doing that. I trusted my brain <laughs> to remember my appointments, which so far so good. You know, I I think you know um, all that calendar planning and putting things in the calendar only wasted my time um, for this, like for when I could actually just enjoy it enjoy the moment instead of just like following things by the calendar or like fixing things when um some things take longer than others some events took longer um but yeah I stopped doing my calendar and now I feel great like I don't even open it I don't even know what's in there it is so not updated you know and I feel great um yeah so that's something that um, that's one of the things how per my perfectionistic traits have impacted me. It's not big, you know, um, but it's one of those small things in life that impacts like your mood and your well-being in general. Because I remember if there are days where, you know, I, I'm trying to remember what I did two days ago and I, I want to put it in my calendar, um, I would feel really crap about myself that day um which isn't the case anymore I just feel like you know if it's not on the calendar who cares um I had fun yesterday I know I did you know um yeah so that is regarding my calendar something I am still struggling um is procrastinating when I feel like um, my perfectionistic traits are gonna, you know, creep up on me. For example, um, I love art. Like, I remember in, back in high school, I would paint, like, actually use, use paint. And, um, last year I started doing digital art during the lockdown and I did, like, three paintings, not paintings, like, digital art paint <laughs> um, stuff um and it was great you know um something about digital art like you can undo and you can redo and I like that um my problem is using paper because once I make a mistake on paper I feel like it's a whole fa failure and I have to like scrap it and do it again and do it again and I do it again I remember um trying to make notes in back back in university years which is like two three years ago um trying to make hand notes and when I had one minor mistake using my with my pen I would just you know just um tear that page out and rewrite it again which is really time wasting um at that moment even like like scribbles or even um 
even like you know how when you make a mistake using a pen you have those whiteouts i forgot what it's called in malaysia but because here we call it whiteouts correction tape um it's those white things where you can just like put like it's like a tape um over the mistake so you can write on it um so i had like i i could use that but like that's like a constant reminder that I made a mistake, you know, like I raised a mistake and I wrote on top of it, which, um, which is why I started typing my notes so I can undo things. Um, but obviously me being a hands-on person, um, studying with type notes wasn't the best method for me. Um, like I still prefer writing things cause I, rem- I can remember things more when I write them. So yeah, it does come with a cost um, when you have perfectionistic traits. Um, I definitely waste a lot of time and paper um, back in university years when I could have like you know spent those time actually studying. Um, and now I acknowledge all that, you know, and I hope that if some people who are listening can relate to that, you know, just go seek help. Um, I'm very open about. You know, that the fact that I go to therapy, I have people helping me every week, talking about um, the things I'm going through. It's it's very normal to get help. Um, that's something that I've realized. <laughs> um, perfection isn't about not getting help, you know. Um, yes, so that is my story. Um, very random point of the podcast. Um but let's talk about, uh, let's go back to, doc- to the document. Um, so when am I a perfectionist? So being a perfectionist doesn't necessarily mean you have unrelenting high standard in every area of your life. It is possible to be a perfectionist in one area of your life, but not the other. So a perfectionistic a perfectionist, <laughs> a perfectionistic person or perfectionist um, doesn't mean that they are perfectionists in everything. Like, oh, they're perfectionists about cleaning the house or um, with their work or school. You know, it's not everything. There are some people who have perfectionism in some parts of their life, but not the others. Um, so areas of your life in which perfectionism may flare up include work, study, cleaning, housework, close relationships, eating, way, shape, grooming, personal hygiene, sport, health and fitness. Um, like, for example, for me, the sport one, that, that doesn't impact me at all because I don't do sports. But so for some people, I know that I have athlete friends, um, you know, getting one minor mistake when they're playing sports or not getting, not achieving the goal that they want, uh, not achieving the time that they want to, they want um, during their games and stuff. Um, that's very hard for them because they have this um, unrealistic standards they, that they want to push themselves so that they get better and better and better. Um so yeah, um, it's always good to reflect on whether or not you have some or a lot or <laughs> just any um, perfectionistic traits uh, on you. 
it's always good to acknowledge that so that you don't impose those standards on other people, which is the worst, you know. Um, it's worse enough that you're putting it on yourself, but it's very bad if you... because you have these standards you're hurting other people by exposing or like uh, pushing your standards onto them when it's not even like something that they care about um yeah so um that's that how am i a perfectionist this is very interesting um so i'll mention all this um and try to reflect on whether or not i feel it applies to me not um you know and you should do the same as well some common types of perfectionistic behaviors include struggling to make decisions in a timely manner not being able to decide what to wear to work each morning um this isn't something i personally care about because i just take things like from my wardrobe and like it just depends on how i feel that day but some people they are perfectionistic about what they wear, whether or not it suits them, whether or not it's um, cold enough, hot enough, um, whether or not, you know, the colors match. Um, You know, some people do have those standards. Um, Reassurance seeking, asking others to check your work to ensure it is acceptable. This is something I think I have, um, reassurance, because this is what my therapist told me as well, like... um, there are times when I like hearing that I'm doing a good job because um, I don't feel like I am, um, which is why sometimes, you know, feedback, it's really great, you know, um, knowing that um, I'm doing okay and not, you know, slacking or when even like reassurance, not just like work-wise, but like personally, personal-wise, <laughs> like when my friends get in touch with me and say that you know they care about me sometimes that really helps as well um so yeah those those kinds of reassurance um those are actually perfectionistic traits especially when you're like making your way and asking for them um yeah so just be aware of that excessive organizing and list making repeatedly writing and rewriting lists of the tasks you want to get done in the day this used to be something i um, I had um, it was similar to the calendar issue like I had a note like a to-do list note every day um, and like I would take them off but sometimes um, when for example I didn't get something done that's when it frustrates me that's when I felt like I had to make a new list um, yeah giving up easily giving up flamenco after two lessons because you can't keep up with the teacher even though nobody can um yeah so it has to do with like procrastinating or just giving up so that you don't have to experience that failure um procrastinating yeah that, i just mentioned that putting off studying an assignment for fear that it won't be good enough um definitely something i experienced back in um university years like you know um it always had to be like a perfect time where I start something but that's not necessarily the case you know sometimes you know when something is due next week you just have to do it um so yeah not knowing when to stop um that's something a perfectionist would do 
checking. So keep checking the mirror for, um, you know, just to make sure that everything looks good um, about your body or your face. Hoarding, keeping your bank statements for 20 years just in case you might need them. Um, yeah, so you, this isn't something I struggle, but I know that a lot of people struggle this as well. Um, slowness, speaking slowly to ensure you say the right thing. Um, some people do have that. Um, avoiding situations in which you may fail. Ha! <laughs> this is um, the same thing as like giving up easily. Just avoiding to be a failure, basically. Um, you, you know, now that I've gone to therapy, learned about these these things, like I know that. Um, when I avoid being a failure, I'm losing a really important, um, a really important moment where I learn things. So I realized that it's okay. It's okay to fail, you know? Um, it's still something I'm struggling with, but I feel so much better now um, that I'm getting help um, and yeah I just want to make a point that like if you want something from this podcast <laughs> um, just make sure that you're not afraid to seek help um, you might think that perfectionism is like a good thing um, but if it's a if it's at a point where it's ruining your life, like if it's taking you away from your relationships, if it's wasting your time, if it's making you feel miserable and like make you feel bad about yourself, maybe it's a good idea to, you know, do something about it. Like seek help, do some research, read more. Um, there's so many books about this. Talk to people, um, be open to the people who care about you and are open to listening um but yeah so that is the show for today um thank you for listening um i i actually enjoyed this there's a part of me that was very perfectionistic about making the show um um uh, consistent like just stories of other people um but sometimes i do want to mix it up with like these kinds of things like because I'm very passionate about well-being um yeah and I do know that some people enjoy the cultural identity part of the podcast and some people enjoy the well-being part of the web of the podcast so um yeah best of both worlds I think <laughs> um, um so yeah I'll see you again next week I hope you have a really great week um so that is the end of our episode of the Arnality today. I hope you learn a lot about perfectionism, why it's um, not good, um, even though some people say it is, um, and seek help when you need to. If anyone would like to contact me, feel free to email aizalarina at gmail.com. You can also follow me on my Instagram at arinaizal. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye! You've been listening to The Arenality on RFM.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.